0: Welcome into the breeze with DP and Haas on
1: 937 the Ticket and the Ticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weekends. I am Harrison Arns pushing the ones and twos. Uh we got the breeze here, no Haas today, but we do have. DP here in studio and we have Sam Hoiberg. Uh, he's not on stream yet, but he will be joining us shortly. Uh, as a matter of fact, there is Sam Hoyberg right now. We'll go ahead and throw him in the stream. We're gonna be talking NBA playoffs. We got NBA Pops going right now. Obviously, we just had the first game between the uh Suns and uh excuse me, Suns and Nuggets. So we just had that one. Um kind of a blowout early on, and we'll kind of get Sam's input on that. But uh first things first, Sam, how's it going, man?
0: good how are you guys happy sunday
2: appreciate you doing this for us bro uh you yeah. know yeah and, and you get these rare moments i'm surprised they didn't find you out on a golf course somewhere <laughs> uh you know tearing it up. how'd you hit them how'd you hit them uh
0: you know i hit it okay my short game's really rusty <clears throat> right now so well you've been a little busy
2: bro like you know <laughs> you got some other stuff going on
0: i do have a lot of other stuff going on i got Things I'm more focused on than golf at the moment.
2: Talk to me about the, the you know the, the 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 time after the season because most people end of end of people think end of basketball is end of the year for for hoopers, but you're a student athlete and probably on the scholarship athlete side. And so that means, you know, May is a little bit intense. What's it like for you? What's the what's the timetable like for you?
0: Well, yeah, after the season ends, we get a solid maybe three weeks, two weeks off. And then we're back at it. Um, we did. We, we've done four hours on the court, four hours in the weight room a week. And then I I go in for extra workouts every day, even on the off days. I give myself one day off a week. So it's a grind right now. Just got to keep doing the recovery stuff to make sure I don't hurt myself uh, with working out this much. But we'll get one more week and then we'll have May off and come back in
2: June. Like, that that's big for you, though, right? I mean, as much work as you put off, I think most fans will, will will recognize that your leap physically shows up. So when you say, you know, it's four hours of work, it's four hours of work. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to accomplish? Is it is it recovery? Is it getting stronger, getting faster? What are you working on?
0: Yeah, so weight room stuff for me, I, me and – Kurt uh, Joseph, our weight trainer, he's really he's great uh, we're really working on mobility for me right now, uh, so I don't I can prevent injuries and then getting just more athletic but. I'm as strong as athletic as a lot of the guys in the league already so it's not as much getting a lot stronger right now it's more about uh, maintaining my body to, so I won't get hurt get more flexible. And then on the court, yeah, it's just improving every day. Just keep getting better, get that shot better, work on skills that is hard to work on when you're in the season.
2: I, I, I'm, I'm gonna get out of the way and let Austin get some work in because I know he's he's anxious to talk to you as well. But,
1: Harrison, not- sorry, Harrison <laughs> throwing like, you off um, on your old, your old awesome. school.
2: <laughs> it, it, like Harrison's like, yeah, bro, I'm the first one here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um through through all of it right you now have a real clear understanding of what it's going to take for you to be successful in the Big 10 conference playing hoops right what was the what was the the, the biggest surprise for you in that you had success or that you didn't you aren't surprised that you had success
0: i'm not surprised that it happened i'm not surprised that i had success it's just that when it came that's when i wasn't expecting it I mean, I had basically I mean I was not I didn't like I wouldn't say I was like out of it by any means. Like sometimes it's hard to stay locked in when you're doing scout team the whole year. So I was trying to stay focused just in case something happened and then but I was pretty set on not playing the whole year and just hoping to get better in the offseason to play next year. And then obviously the injuries happened and then the the 15 point game, my second game was pretty surprising that it happened that fast. But I know that I knew it was something I was capable of. It was nothing out of the ordinary for me, so nothing was too surprising.
1: And then, were you pretty aware of what your role was on that roster? I mean, I think from the fans, we all looked at you as a defensive sharpshooter on the corner, you know, kind of, kind of your classic three and D guy. But mm-hmm. was that when you were first stepping on that court, were you finding your identity, or do you have a pretty good idea already what you were bringing to the table?
0: Well, I just knew that my identity was going to be playing hard and then offensively, I didn't know really what my role was honestly for those first few games that I was playing. And mm-hmm. then, you know, case they got really hot and my role was space the floor, give those guys room to work. And if I'm open, hit a shot, if I have a driving lane, take it. Um, so I, I kind of got it as we were going and I think that helped us, uh, start getting success. Our offense was really good in February. So, just being on the floor to, to help if I'm not necessarily having the ball. like Doing little things like spacing was really important and that I was able to hit shots so I could bring a man out to the corner if I'm standing there and give other guys room to work. And then defensively, yeah, I didn't see myself getting nicknames for the defense I played. <laughs> but I also hadn't really played defense in a real game since high school and I had gotten a lot better at it. And it was just it was a scout team just pressuring guys full court if or if that's what my role was as a scout team player. And I just got way better at defense and just you know, I play super hard, so it, it just pays off.
2: You've talked in the past about the guy the the, the work ethic of this team, like how difficult uh, the task has been and how much work hard work has actually been put in behind the scenes. Should fans be told more about how difficult it is in the Big 10 conference <laughs> to just every night there's not an off night no matter what position you play on the floor and you guys have to prep for this you have to prep for some of the most elite athletes in the country talk to me about Big 10 basketball and just how you go through the process
0: yeah i mean it's a it's super physical obviously that that works for me cuz i'm a very physical player myself um, but yeah there's just so much more than people think like the defensive schemes offensive schemes are so many good coaches and so many good plays that you got to remember and we got to be prepared for to to if you see it in the game happening you got to be you got to remember what we did in practice and uh, just remember what the scout team ran against you so there's just so much more that goes into it than say like high school basketball with people probably most people uh played to there's just a lot more preparation a lot more film watching and the main thing is just that mental jump is you gotta you gotta have a high IQ to have success in this league and that our team has pretty good IQ so that helped us a lot
1: yeah absolutely and then uh you know, Looking at the Big Ten, too, I kind of want to ask your opinion on this. And I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer, but looking at how the Big Ten performs year in, year out in the tournament, in the big dance, do you have any? Is there any reason that you might have why the Big Ten does seem to struggle? I think it's regarded as a strong conference top to bottom. You're not really going to run into weak opponents. But at the same time, when they get to the March Madness tournament, there seems to be struggles, especially Purdue's kind of the one that gets picked on the most. But is it? The style of play or is there something you see with the big 10 that for whatever reason hasn't been translating uh, just due to sheer luck or if there's something about the style of play that doesn't translate well?
0: well there's a few things i think so one i don't did you guys see that tom Izzo interview after that happened he was talking about how big 10 yeah. beats up on each other the whole year it's such a physical mm-hmm. league that i think that is part of it i mean your body i haven't played a full season of it yet so i don't know what it's like to have your body just beat like that for however many months Big Ten play is. But mm-hmm. I can see that being a part of it for sure. But I also think the Big Ten plays through big guys a lot more and you look at those really good teams in March Madness, they all they have elite guards. Uh, and I'm not saying the Big Ten doesn't have elite guards, but it's just not the way that most teams play. So they're not used to having to play through the guards and that's only really how those teams in the tournament do so well and Michigan State had elite guards last year played through them, and Hogard and Walker, and they made it the farthest of anyone.
2: I'm going to bounce away from that for a second because I want to talk about the the, the, the leadership that exists in this program and that is moving on, moving along because this is a strong group. Um, let's start with Derek Walker. Give us a little bit about who Derek is away from the game. We know what kind of player he is, but what kind of person is Derek Walker?
0: I mean, if if you've ever seen him in a post game interview, you, you you can tell the type of person that Derek is. He's just a super caring, thoughtful guy, and he's just very laid back. Uh, always kind of has that aura of like he's a leader. I think someone you can just look up to. But he's you know he's he likes to crack jokes, especially with uh, Oleg and Kese. Um yeah, but he's just a great person to be around, and DP, as you know, just an awesome person.
2: Sam Greasel came in uh, under under a, a very bright light, and there's a lot of expectation and responsibility on his shoulders. Um, we saw what kind of player he was on the floor. Uh, let's talk about the young man that is Sam Greasel.
0: Same sort of thing. Is, I don't know if it's just because they're kind of the leaders on my team, but he just has that presence like anywhere he is, is like almost as like an important person that like you look up to cuz he's just i mean you see what he's done with the community i mean he's just the nicest person you ever meet he's actually doing an acting role now i don't know how much I could speak on that but he's going to be an actor for a movie um but yeah he i mean just again just an amazing person just Great personality, just one of the most genuine human beings ever meet. We
2: we did not get to see as much of him as we wanted. But Emmanuel Bandamel came in, made an impact, and became became a standard which you stepped up into. And I don't know if that was on purpose because of what he had offered as an example, or because it was simply it was working and you wanted to copy success. Who is Emmanuel Bandamel? Just
0: another just incredible human being have, have you guys met emmanuel at all yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. smooth <laughs> smooth
0: yeah yeah he's i mean just such a again just such a genuine person just always great to talk to i mean me and him I had a super good relationship we kind of bonded over that defense thing and even before i was playing i would do i'll throw the bones at him and he would do it back to me mid-game And uh, then I had to take that role and started doing that when I was in the games towards him. And that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, just an amazing person. He's still around doing rehab, and I love seeing E-Man every day.
2: And, you know, the, the, the other addition was Juwan Gary who we saw flashes of everything that we could literally dream of in, in a force player uh, in the big 10 conference what can we look forward to from this young man? Who is, who is Juwan Gary away from the game?
0: You got to meet Juwan to know Juwan is off the court. He's, he's hilarious. I mean, great energy all the time. Uh, and then obviously great basketball player too. I mean, super athletic and great rebounder. Going to be huge for us next year, but he's just a guy that will bring great energy into the locker room. Uh, you know, Ready to hang out on the weekends and just someone that you look forward to seeing.
2: Uh the numbers guy, CJ Wilcher. <laughs> right. All about he is all about his vibration, man. Um, what was this year like from him for him? Um, away from the floor.
0: So he actually he just got a dog.
2: Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what'd he get? Do you know?
0: Oh, I forgot the breed. His name is Lucky. He's adorable. He's a little puppy right now. (laughs) Um, uh, CJ, again, just an amazing dude, great personality, brings great energy. And um, you got Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys you got to meet too, because he's just on his own energy, like, he's gonna do what he can to make himself feel happy. And that's something that I respect about CJ. Really funny dude. I love hanging out with CJ.
2: There's two left, and it, it's it's so unique for his impact on the season. We know very little about the person that is Jamarcus Lawrence.
0: Yeah, Jaymar, I mean, he's one of my closest friends on the team. We were hanging out last night. Uh, he's just again, just a really funny guy. I mean, he's he's pretty chill. Like you first meet him, he's not going to talk a lot, but once you really get to know Jaymar, he's just a He's just an awesome person. I mean, loves to have fun. I mean, he's just one of those guys that is going to make you laugh every day. And then obviously the work he puts on the court is incredible.
2: And, and you know, not for nothing, but this, this player has as many eyes on him right now as anybody uh, that Nebraska's had in the basketball program in a long time. From an international standpoint, and then from a national standpoint, now folks are put, peeking in. Who is like we know what kind of players, and we see the energy on the on the floor. But who is Casey? Case, me and
0: Casey golf yesterday. He's my roommate. He's hilarious. I mean, again, just another person who's always got high energy. I mean, he's cracking jokes. Loves loves to talk smack. Me and him are. <laughs> going for different teams in the Warriors King series he's a huge curry guy so like giving him crap for that but uh yeah I mean he he loves to golf he's a really good chef um but yeah he he makes I mean he just makes me laugh every day and he's a great person to be around
1: what's he cooking yeah I was gonna say you can throw it down in the kitchen yeah
0: what's he cooking yeah uh some Japanese stuff from back home and Honestly, did not look appetizing the first time I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it tastes really good. Well, it, it's funny too because I see that's the next thing, you know that you know just like Chef Curry, uh, <laughs> Chef Case, <laughs> Chef Casey is a thing. Like it needs to be a thing. <laughs> like let him pay tribute to to his dude. Um, we'll talk about kings and warriors, uh, and and find out. You know, who's rooting for who who, and why. But this coaching staff has worked exceptionally hard under really difficult circumstances, right? What's been the biggest difficulty uh, for the coaching staff, especially for the assistant coaches? Because Coach Lenzer is well-connected. He's super-informed, high-IQ uh sharp energy guy like did you like anytime I talk to coach Lenzer I feel recharged I feel rebooted like okay let's go I'll Mm -hmm. run through the wall for coach Lenzer this coaching staff the assistants put in a ton of work who are some what are some of the traits of this this assistant staff
0: I mean just a bunch of people with great energy and they all really get along we all really get along with them and that's just, it's great because when you come into practice, you don't want to be like annoyed with a certain coach or something. I think a lot of people have experienced something like that before, but we don't have any of those guys. Uh, I mean, we, this spring in our workouts, we were doing this, a lot of like finishing stuff based on our actions with cutting and coach Howard, he was being there with the, like extended hand stick and try to block our shots and be a game against them. And they're celebrating like crazy every time they make us miss <laughs> piss us off a little bit, but yeah, it's just, we, we battle with them. We have a lot of fun with them. So, I mean, they're just great people and I, I love playing for them.
1: Absolutely. With that being said though, we do got to go to our first break here. Uh, this is the breeze. We have no host today, but uh, thank you to Sam Hoiberg for stepping in. We'll be going all the way up until one o'clock uh, so, again, if you guys want to catch the show and you want to join the conversation, starter him in text line 402-464-5685. And if you want to put a face to the voice, we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Uh, we'll keep this conversation going, probably dive into a little bit of more Nebraska basketball, NBA playoffs, uh, but we'll do that all on the other side right here on 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com.